Welcome to the Weird Works Podcast. I'm Dr. Christy, your host. Join us for conversations about alternative and sometimes controversial healthcare topics. This podcast will provide the evidence that you need in order to make informed decisions about your health, to empower you with the facts that you need to advocate for your health, and to encourage you that there is hope your body heals. Join us from experts from all things weird, as well as the testimonies of people with stories of radical healing who were once told that perhaps their condition was a death sentence, that they would just need to live with it, or that drugs and invasive surgery were the only answer. Let's get into agreement that if there is something natural and non-invasive that could be helpful, that it could be your first option rather than your last resort. Okay, so here I am today. I am with Health Coach Kay. And I'm excited to interview her for you guys because she deals with her clients with a lot of things that our audience naturally would struggle with when they're trying to implement some kind of change, whether it's lifestyle or nutrition or diet. So first, I think it would be cool just for the audience to get to know you a little bit. So do you want to share how you came to become a health coach? Okay. So my background, I've actually been in the military for the last 25 years. But as I reached the age of 40, I'm now 44, I started to really um, realize I was believing a lot of the things that culture says about um, health decline and weight gain as you get older. And for years before that, I was always looking for the one perfect diet and the one perfect thing. And I came to learn that there is no one perfect thing for everybody that we're there's a perfect, you know, thing for me. So on that journey, I, um, you know, got certified as a health coach because it was really like a combination of my interests, um, being the fact that we can fill our bodies through food, but that we need to learn about our individual bodies so that we can do that well. And then also being fascinated with the way our brain works because I talk a lot about habit change. Um, so in this, the other part is, um, helping people dig deep into who they are to become who they desire to be. So I have a desire for people to um, grow into the best version of themselves. And so help coaches to me marry all of those things. I love that. That's awesome. I know, because you it's always easy to want more for others when you right. know what's possible, right? And then yes. you desire that for others. That's now you can kind of pay it forward and help other people discover that. Yes. And that affects everything, right? Like how they show up with their jobs, with their right. careers, with their spouses. Yes, and that is one of the things we talk about is how you do um, anything is how you do everything. So the commitment that you place in one area of your life, that overflows to the other areas as well. And if you're focusing more on your health, it's not just impacting your health, it's also impacting relationships with other important I think that that is really what motivates people to stick with it too, right? Yes. Like if you can understand that like, okay, like maybe they have a health concern or they're not handling stress as well as they could or mm-hmm. fatigue is a common one, like the big slump kind of the thing. But like then come to find out that like maybe they weren't able to get that promotion at work because mm-hmm. it's really impacting their performance, yes. you know, or it's really impacting their relationship and their yes. ability to be present when they get home with the kids because they don't have anything left. Yes. Like, those are the real factors that we're working with, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. and it's all tied together. But then also how when people are able to see a success in one area, 
how they're able to see themselves overcome or um, obtain something that they didn't think was possible, they're able to, you know, bring that over to other areas of their life. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that makes total sense. So that is probably one of the big categories of people that I would like to kind of discuss with you is that, you know, not everybody gets a quick fix. In fact, I think the reason why less people seek out more alternative type therapies is because of that fact that it's not a take a pill quick fix. Like right. they have to be willing to do the work and come alongside the practitioner in order to be willing to make the lifestyle dietary changes and the things we're asking of them. Yes. Right. Like we can't heal them and let them keep doing the same thing. So what do you have to say about people like that? Is, there's a difference. Like some people will dig deep and have a willingness to do whatever it's going to take, even if it takes more time and money and effort than mm -hmm. they originally thought. And then other people like are going to just throw the towel in the minute things get too difficult or they don't get results within a week kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. So can you kind of speak to that? Like what is it that people like have that? Right. Like we're not guessing. We've got some measurement tools 
that show us that they are in fact responding yeah. regardless of the symptoms. So like all of a sudden, like they are feeling better, their headaches are gone, and yeah. their digestive upset is gone, and all. And maybe they haven't lost all the weight. Like that's the big trigger, right? So I'm still not losing weight, but like I don't have problems with sleeping through the night. Yeah. All these other things are better, and like I feel like they tend to forget like how bad yeah. things were before. But so, that's so true. The right. I talk to my clients about is we want to get to a point to where you are different, where you you don't have to remember to try to be different. So that's just an example of their identity being changed. So yeah. they are no longer where they started. So they don't even identify as that person anymore. Right. So, um, but it's interesting because it is something that we have to help them recall so they can celebrate. Right. And I do that with my clients as well. Right. But it's a true um, identity shift where you're not just a person that's trying to be healthy or you're not just a person that's trying to, you know, um, carry out the things that were prescribed in the beginning of your process, but you are a person that's doing that. Yeah. So now you don't even see yourself the same anymore, which is a, which is a accomplishment. I love that, and that's really like the power of words. And anybody who teaches like how to write a positive affirmation, you know, and use some of these word cues, tells you write it in the present as if it's already happening. So that speaks to what you just said. Like I am yeah. healthy. I am losing yeah. weight. I yeah. am doing great yeah. things for my body. Because people don't realize when you say I will, that's yeah. tomorrow. That's tomorrow next never comes. Yeah. Right. Like, oh I will do it. Yeah. I'm just not doing it right now. Yeah. It's like we'll say like put a sign up like free care tomorrow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everything's free tomorrow. Right? Okay. Not today. I love it. Okay. So now on the other side is maybe not the other side, but there's another um, narrative that goes along that I hear on the regular is that people are seemingly doing all the right things. They've got their diet locked in. They're willing to invest in time and money and effort. They're taking whole supplements. They're exercising. They're trying to manage their stress and doing all the things, but maybe they still aren't getting better. So how important is somebody's ability to get well related to self-love or self-worth? Hmm. So we we are you know complete beings. So when we look at our health, it's not only the way we're nourishing our body with food, but also the way we are in our relationships and other areas. So. Um, things beyond just what it is we're putting in our mouths and even the exercise that we're giving our bodies. Like we can be taking really great care of ourselves, but if we are not um, addressing other areas in our lives, um, we can still continue to not feel complete. Um, you know, like we are um, built for connection. So if we are not um, paying attention to building strong relationships that um, you know, like marriage, or friendship, um, relationships with your um, siblings, whatever. But those are things that are also important um, for us to be full as individuals. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. That's often why we tell people, like, get off of social media, turn oh, the television definitely. off. Like, there's so much doom and gloom and division, right? Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. And um, I've heard the saying where, we're comparing our real lives to other people's highlight reels. Yeah. So when we look on social media and we um, 
measure ourselves against what other people are showing you, um, that's not a true comparison. So um, we definitely have to, you know, no one brings a comparison or a selective or negative thing to overcome. If it's not um, feeding you, if it's not giving you joy, it's not something that you should put a lot of time into. So maybe people really need to analyze how their interactions and their you know, how they're spending their recreational time is feeding them. When you think about food, like the food we put on our mouth, yeah. but you feed your wit yourself and your mind in a lot of other ways yeah. as well, right? Exactly. So we are big on individualized approaches and not just everybody gets the same old cookie cutter, yeah. right? So we were talking about with a headache, like it's easy, quick, quick to take up Advil and yeah. get on with your day kind of a thing. Right. Like nobody's got time for that and like, Get into the root takes time. Um, so we always use that example of a headache. Like, did you know that a headache is a generic symptom for could be over 200 different conditions? Oh, wow. That's a lot. Right. So, like, you could have a headache because of dehydration. Mm -hmm. I could have a headache because of hormone imbalances. Some of these could be because of physical trauma. Another person mm -hmm. could be because of food sensitivity. Yeah. Some of these could be because they just breathe in some kind of chemicals or perfumes yeah. that they're actually sensitive to. And so our approach would be, you might just need some water, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I might need to go on a major liver detox. Somebody might need an adjustment. Somebody might need like a, you know, full system like reboot. So um, how, do you, how do you individualize coaching? Because I know how we do it on a nutrition program. Yeah, so I really help clients get to know themselves mm -hmm. um, more. Um, so I really walking them through, um, you know, kind of nudging them along and being their accountability buddy. But it's really um, to help them to be more intentional and to um, help them get to know themselves. So the more they're able to understand themselves, they're able to express what it is, you know, they need. Right. Um, but I believe, and that's the, the hardest thing I find with clients is, you know, trying to help them learn which foods um, are best for them. You know, that's yeah. kind of one of the um, things that we do early on, but because we don't understand how, we don't make the connection between what we eat and how we later feel. Um, so it, it usually takes clients um, some time to start to associate those things, you know, like how too much sugar makes your body feel, uh, but there's a huge disconnect um, but that's one of the things that we start with early on is learning what um, fuels your body, what makes you feel good. And that also helps with um, making healthier food choices. Because, you know, before I was on um, this journey, um, I always saw eating well for the purpose of losing weight. I didn't associate eating well for the purpose of feeling well. Big difference. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah. Big difference. And so when people are starting to understand how food makes them feel, it's easier to make choices for nutritious food. You see it totally differently instead of feeling like, oh, I just want to sit on this couch and have a bowl of ice cream, which is what I used to like to do back in the day. Yeah. Um, so like you, confession corner over here. Yes. But I have when you, <laughs> when you <laughs> understand the way that it's making you feel, like, okay, in the moment, it may seem like it's yeah, causing temporary fix. But right. it's causing all of these problems yeah. in your body. Um, and so that's a huge shift is understanding, oh, this food makes me feel great. It gives me energy. And then you learn that you actually like healthy food. Yeah. Um, and 
we just do by habit. We yeah. do it without thinking, we do it automatically. And so that's why um, it could often be a challenge for us to you know, break a bad habit and even um, start a new habit. So the goal with changing our habit is to make the things that we do want to do become part of that 45%. So a lot of times we think about um, motivation and willpower being those factors that help you um, reach your goals. But those are not the things that help you reach your goals. Those can help you get started, but they take um, effort. You know, they're like a muscle and they get tired. Um, so motivation and willpower is not enough. So you really have to change your habit. Um, and I help clients put systems in place so that they're able to incorporate new habits into their life. Um, and so that's what we shift over from having to just make ourselves um, do something to it becoming part of what we do, the way you explain clients um, seeing themselves totally different right. and not even remember, you know, where they where were. They came from. Yeah. yeah. So that's an example of that. In the beginning, you're having to kind of make yourself yeah. do it. You are having to rely a little bit on that motivation and willpower, but ultimately those things need to shift over into habit, which you start by creating systems to be able to uh, Right, so it's not going to come naturally at first, right. but if you can trick yourself enough to become that's yeah. your new normal, I don't yes. say it's new normal, but really, yeah. you know, how to create a healthier newer normal, right, you have to have some kind of mechanisms and implement the change long enough for that to become a new habit. Correct, yeah. because our brains are hardwired for, like, efficiency, mm -hmm. so it's not that our brains are trying to make us lazy, but they're very efficient. So just like when you drive to work every day or you make you do something all the time, your brain is going to start to do that automatically so that you don't have to think about it. You know, yeah. you're not thinking about every turn you make or when you brush your teeth in the morning, you're not thinking about, oh, I better go, you know, hit that left side <laughs> of a row. You're just not having that thought because you do it every day. Right. You know how to do it without um thinking about it at all. So we've got to get to the point where these new changes become autopilot. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Which it is scary in a car when all of a sudden you've got to wear and you remember And I'm sure we've all been there. Everybody's you're like, done that. Or you end up at the wrong place because you're like, oh, I wasn't supposed to be coming to this grocery store yeah. or whatever. Or like, are you moved when you go to your old house or your old office? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Somebody told me that happened at one time. <laughs> so we want those automatic behaviors to be yeah. things that are helping you reach your goals. Yes, I love it. Okay, so here's something that I hear a lot too. So a lot of times new patients come in and they will say this phrase, I know what to do, I'm just not doing it. So what is that? Is that just like the human condition or what is it? That goes back to habits. Yeah. Okay. So we know, <laughs> we're all intelligent people. Yeah. We know that we should eat well. Yeah. We should exercise. Like this yeah. is not um, rocket science. <laughs> it's not. We know these things, but it's the habits that we form. Even things like learning how to cook nutritious meals. So if we have been accustomed to making things a certain way, you know, even simple things like salad dressing. Right. It's so easy to whip up some salad dressing and taste but better too. Tastes I love better. homemade salad dressing. But we, you know. For years, you've grown up buying this 
Turn my finger over, and that's where I'm on. That's right. my favorite reaction, right? So that's that right. just means to me that I'm getting extra information from your body. That's what's okay. supposed to happen. Okay. It's kind of like a magnet, like a track repel. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to do a screening. So you keep matching my pressure here, and then I'm going to touch all these points on the surface of the body that correspond with your organs. So they're like acupuncture points and meridians for anybody that's had an acupuncture. And we'll see which areas lock and which areas unlock. And I don't know a whole lot about cave health history, so I'm going in blind. But feel that? Oh. So do you know what lives right there? Um, my thyroid? Yeah, that's your thyroid. So do you know of a thyroid condition? Mm-hmm. Now you said what led you to become a health coach was losing weight and mm-hmm. weight stuff. Mm-hmm. So there might be some metabolic stuff there. Okay. Pretty healthy. Most of the things I lost in the skin. Yeah, that's awesome. That was cool. Skin tumors, stress tests here. So on the back of the body, we have kidneys and adrenal. Oh. <laughs> Everybody unlocks all the adrenals. <laughs> Do you know what your adrenals are? Well, I know that they give you energy or something, right? Yeah. So adrenals is where your body produces stress hormones. Okay. Do you have any stress? Oh yeah, I guess a little bit. I know when people say no, I'm like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the next part of muscle testing is to determine if there's anything nutritionally that will help your thyroid or your adrenals. Okay. Okay. So the next part is to use these little sample bottles. These are glass bottles that have samples of the nutrition that we use on the program. Okay. And so your body can sense the energy of this when you hold onto it, and then we can use the muscle test to determine if this will, in fact, help the adrenal okay. or the thyroid. Okay. Our body is so amazing. They are amazing, and they're always talking to us mm. if we can listen to them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I'm going to have you hold this, and then I'm going to go back and test your adrenals. So she's holding the supplement called Drenamine, and then I'm going to go back and punch adrenal and feel how we get that lock. So hand me that back so we can see with it and without it. We put it to the side. See the difference? Now here's what's fun, is if I hand you something that's not related to your adrenals, I don't get that same response, do I? No, not at all. So we only get the muscle lock when I give you the exact nutrient that this area of the body needs. Amazing. Now I'm going to go back and have you hold the same supplement and test your thyroid gland because the thyroid and the adrenals work together. Mm. They're part of your endocrine system. And so what's interesting is that when I give her the adrenal support, we also get the lock muscle over the thyroid. So by handling your adrenals, we can get a two-for-one and include the help of the Love a two-for-one. Isn't that good? Yes. (laughs) So that's just a little demonstration because a lot of things we were talking about, it's how to get to the root cause of the problem, Mm -hmm. not do a band-aid fix, Mm -hmm. and also how to customize and individualize an approach for a patient. Mm -hmm. So this muscle testing tool is our way to do that clinically, but Mm -hmm. of course people need the hand-holding and accountability because it's not just a quick fix. So we can't just get supplements and think that everything's going to change. What we really would need to do in a full evaluation is figure out are there particular foods, like you were saying, foods mm-hmm. that your body likes or doesn't like. There could be immune challenges or chemicals or heavy metals or something that's interfering with the normal health and communication of your thyroid and adrenal gland function. And so we would determine that and then build a program based specifically on those things. 
So maybe at some point, Miss K will allow us to go through the full evaluation with her. But thank you for being attentive. Thank you. It's one of those things that's super hard to explain. And so yes. with muscle testing, if you don't understand it just by the video and by words, I definitely suggest that you come to a class. We always do free health screenings at all of our events because it's just one of those things that once you feel the lock and the unlock in your own body, you can't refute it. And it's the best way to understand it. Yeah. So I want to thank Kay, Health Coach Kay, for being a part of our podcast this afternoon. We learned a lot from her, so I hope you guys start to implement some of that into your own clinical programs so that you've all learned a lot. I'm Dr. Christy Harbell, signing off in Good Health Naturally. Thanks, guys. Thank you.